Yes Pixel, episode 25 with our guest, Halfway Hardcore, and today's sponsor, which uh, 52 Chain is going to read out to you now. Oh, that you sent to me. I, I yeah, mean, yeah. Today's sponsor is uh, Capitalism and uh, No Free Healthcare, basically. Um, America, NRA, we like guns. We like guns, sponsor. and if you can pay for it, you can buy it. That's pretty much it. Welcome to America. I'm Capitalism, joking. coming to a country to you soon. Freedom! Uh, halfway, how's it going? Uh, good. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate well, thanks you. for having me on. I'm like a, I'm a big Yes Pixel fan, so this feels Ooh. this feels oh. kind of crazy. What episode? <laughs> what's the first episode you ended up you found? Which one did you listen to first? Some people well, found like the, the first one. The first one. You're an OG. An wow. actual yeah. OG. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Okay. OG Yas Pixler. How have we not we've gone this long without doing that? <laughs> you know what? Oh, we have a no. we have a little sideshow that we do for, for the eventual um Patreon or whatever, or just like website. Um and we're calling it maybe Pixel. But we should change it to Yas Pixel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. That's cute. Uh halfway. Just real quick, just for the audience, if mm -hmm. anyone doesn't know for some reason, won't you tell us about the characters you play on No Pixel, and then we'll ask you some questions from there. Okay. Well, I pretty exclusively play Charlotte Fairfield, um, potato-brained CPD <laughs> officer, slash famously 42 a lot of the time. Um, and occasionally I have two other characters. One named Roberta Williams and one named Paisley Pickles, who are very <laughs> neglected, much to the sadness of several people in my chat. But. Did you say Roberta? Roberta. Yes. One. Yeah. Nice. Roberta. Um, I don't know if you know Budtholomew Williams, but she's Buddy's niece. So they have like a the weird family, family backstory. Weird naming convention. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> I thought it was a play on words saying that you'll never permit no matter who does it. You know, Roberta. Like Rebirth? Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Oh. That's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I definitely All have, you have really to do to do that is play a character that, like that. that more than a thousand yeah. people watch at a time. That's just, that's how you know your character's immortal. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so uh, you're kind of new to the server new ish right and in really a lot of people in the no pixel community have been watching since like 2.0 or even earlier right mm -hmm. you kind of came into things pretty blind how did you first hear about no pixel um i had seen like youtube videos like i'd watch like clean boys youtube videos of their heists and stuff mm -hmm. and i thought this looks really interesting and just um hearing some people talk about it how like um rewarding it is compared to other video games and uh how story-based it is and how interactive was really interesting to me and i really i was really interested in it but it took a lot to get me to actually like commit to applying um so i knew it was something i was interested in but it wasn't until i had been doing some um like variety gaming on stream which that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other story. But uh, one of the people I met through it, um, I saw that he also streamed on NoPixel. 
And so I reached out to him and I said, hey, this is something I'm kind of interested in. Could you, you know, give me some information? Because I don't really know much about it. I don't know anyone on the server. Um, and so that was someone named Thompson who played Mr. Lee. And he was so encouraging. Like, I would not be on <laughs> NoPixel if it wasn't for him. He was like, oh, yeah, he'd be great at it. You should totally apply. It's a ton of fun. You know, I'm willing to answer any questions you have with the process and help you get settled on the server. Um, that's so that's awesome. kind of like, yeah, the catalyst that got me to actually apply for it. And did you have any role play experience before that? Any like D&D or other role play thing? World of Darkness, chat rooms? <laughs> nope, I've never <laughs> done any D&D or anything like that. Um, the only <laughs> the only role play experience I have <laughs> is um, for like a couple months, I got really into like text-based RP on Neopets chat boards. <laughs> <laughs> like I was really into that for a couple months. And then my in flotsam, like middle school. My flotsam <laughs> comes up to your pingo and says, hey, pingo, you're pretty cute. Do you want a fish that I found? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, you're right. I need to explain this a little better because that's not... <laughs> We did like it was like a like a high school role play. So you all had different characters and there was like lore behind the school. And then when the when I was a part of kind of died out, I was like, I'm not ready to stop. So I made my own and I had all my Neopets different pages like I like HTML edited all their pages oh so God. that I had like, here's the page for the school where it has like photos of the grounds and here's the name of it and the location and then like okay here's this character's page here's a photo of them and here's their background and here's all their information so i got really into it for those few months big so it's um, og yeah. neopets role player here okay so if anybody ever doubts <laughs> right. halfway's role play ability just go back to neopets and you'll get blown out of the water okay you you made a or massive mistake that. saying this on the internet. Was a huge there are going to be some <laughs> sleuths. Oh, oh yeah, not only They'll, that, the sleuths will be out. Neopets is going to start popping off on NoPixel now. I can feel it. <laughs> You're gonna be like, "Hey Charlotte, I got I got a Neopet. You want to see it?" <laughs> oh gosh, please no. Wow, so, halfway. Mm -hmm. Did you stream before you came to NoPixel? Yes, for about, I don't know, I want to say like six months, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, I started streaming because I thought, hey, this sounds kind of fun. I had never really watched Twitch. I wasn't like a Twitch watcher. <laughs> Throughout this whole streaming thing, I've really learned that I have this tendency to just like jump into things that I have really no Noticing business that. jumping into. Yes. So I decided, okay, I'm going to start streaming, but I don't own a gaming PC and I never have. So we're, what do we do about this? So I started streaming on my Mac and at first I streamed <laughs> exclusively Call of Duty mobile Okay. because that's all that I had. Because I was like, well, I guess I'll do this. Um, but pretty soon I found out, I was like, oh yeah, I love streaming. This is super fun. This would 100% be worth the investment of a gaming PC. So I bought one. So I bought a gaming PC and stopped playing Call of Duty Mobile. Let your old OG fans down. Rude. 
I know. I do feel like you sometimes still have, do you still have people ask you for like, like, ugh, ugh. like, hey, you ever gonna play or Call of Duty Mobile again? <laughs> yeah, like, one of your first like hundred followers, the OGs. I don't get oh. that request very often, but I do get requests for um, Neopets RP. Anything Neopets GTA. RP. <laughs> Neopets. Oh, I feel, yeah, yeah, I, I feel haven't gotten that. that yet. Is Neopets still up? Is it still a thing? Yeah. I don't know. It is. Pretty sure. I don't think it got closed down like Club Penguin did. Welcome to Neopets. Oh my god, it's still, I wonder oh if my, my account god. still works. I need a piece of that giant omelet. <laughs> oh no, don't. Oh, what oh, have we done? Oh no, oh, the no. We're, gonna, we're gonna slowly, your stream's gonna be slowly turning back into Neopets. Oh my god. Returning any, any, to my roots. Anytime you down your ICU so you can stream Neopets. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I'll do it. You could be the hey. I think if anybody could, you could be the number one Neopet streamer on all of Twitch. Tuvalu. Oh my god! Here you oh go with no. the Tuvalu thing again. Okay, what it is? Okay, so Neopet's role player turned actual role player. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's, oh my that's not god! Trump inflammatory to GTA the Neopets role player. play community. I'm sorry. You're the right. This, this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we want to know how many your application process. How was what what mm -hmm. what, what, what was that like? First of all, what character did you apply with your first character and number of attempts? Okay, well, I applied with Charlotte, so that's pretty self-explanatory, I guess. Um, and I it took me two applications, so I got accepted on my second one. Nice. Um, I've always really loved writing, so I feel like that's a huge advantage when it comes to the application. Huge, huge. So, yeah. got lucky there. And I'm really glad, like I said, that I had Thompson to kind of talk me through some of this stuff, because he told uh -oh. me in advance, he said you will most likely get rejected on your first application and that's normal don't worry about it it's not <laughs> it's not something to worry about just keep applying is it normal and so cuz it was it's normal normal exactly yeah but it doesn't feel good it feels really bad so i'm glad that i had him to warn me about it cuz if i didn't I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have kept a point. No, very, it's very good. Honestly, very good. If you're telling, if you're trying to get let them know they probably won't get. I asked Coyle uh, <laughs> after my application was accepted on the first try, uh, what percentage of people um, get in on their first go? And he, and he was like, oh, mate, look, less than five people. That's how he talks, right? <laughs> well, Rizza, bruv, put some shrimp, some prawns on the grill. <laughs> so it was fun doing the yes pixel podcast with you guys it was a really good time right. hold on sending my points uh, i have point two bitcoins i have point two bitcoins I'm... hold on coil take this <laughs> send 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 put the steak on the bobby oh, oh perfect what, uh, coil are you here coil hello oh my god is he in the room with me <laughs> You know, you know that now that I think about it, a lot of people in uh, PD, there's a lot of like one or two app attempts people in there. A lot of uh, a lot of people who got in on the first or the second attempt. Yeah. With all the episodes we've had, so a lot of role players yeah. in a 
place where we're just used as a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> true, hey, listen, true. you could be a comp or you could be a first judge runner up lawyer, firefighter, um, PD toe, state toe. Uh, what else? There's more. All right, just just go back to saying weird shit about coil. Because <laughs> that's what John Hydra is right now. He's all those things. Not a cop, but everything you else. Forgot about the face amputee, uh, cloned, uh, all that crazy shit. You left out all the crazy mm. shit, man. Listen, we put that behind us, okay? John Hydra is a normal guy who does normal things. He has ten jobs because <laughs> he has ADHD. Because I have ADHD. Because if he doesn't do ten things, he's gonna get he's gonna he's gonna get, become a prisoner and never be able to become a cop again. At this point, you're you're, you're reminding me of like somebody's like Sonic original character like, from the <laughs> Sonic universe. Yeah, he's like a Super Saiyan, but he also Carries he also 16. knows ninjutsu, <laughs> and he can do he can do the the bleach uh, special attack, the Rasengan or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, he's called Hydra the Hedgehog, okay? And he's technically immortal. Whoa. All right. You guys ever done that? You guys ever searched your name, the Hedgehog? Hydra the Hedgehog. Yes, after you suggested it in roleplay. It's a pretty good one. Whoa, Hydra the Hedgehog's a pretty cool looking guy. Yeah. I'll post it in general. He's he's a cool looking dude. Let's go. That's what it's funny that you bring that up because I am not like one of those like weird hedgehog guys. No offense if you're a weird hedgehog guy. I mean, lots of events by that, but uh, <laughs> that's so weird that I brought it up twice. What's your hedgehog? What's Trom's the hedgehog? Or I don't think there is one. I think there's a Trom. What's your the name? Hedgehog. Jacob or something? What? Oh, my real name? <laughs> yeah. Is shrouded in mystery. You said it six it's times on the podcast. You will, you will never know. <laughs> Jared. Jared? My, uh, what is it? I don't mine, remember. The colors clash like really bad. Really bad. Mine looks dog shit. Why, why does mine look so bad? 52 chains. Okay, this is a terrible podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. We're just Googling name the hedgehog. But hey, while we're doing this, you go listen, go put your first name, the hedgehog, okay? <laughs> Dude, I'm just sorry. I'm 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 falling down the hedgehog rabbit the hole. Hedgehog okay. rabbit I gotta get hole. out. Gotta <laughs> Pull get us out. out. Pull us out. Oh, oh God, there's a carmine in the hedgehog. Oh, I can't look at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> halfway. How'd you come up with your Twitch name? Um It has its origins actually when I was doing like um artwork. And so I was trying to come up with something, you know, that I felt like described me and my artwork and wasn't already taken on every social media, which is very, a very hard thing to do. Um, and so I was just kind of brainstorming words and it kind of just came up. It's really hard to describe because there's no like real reason I chose it other than like, I feel like it describes me as a person. like. Like, even just, you know, a few minutes ago, like, the question came up, like, oh, okay. Like, you can see my room in the background. And, like, you know, I have this pink chair with the bunny ears, super cute. But I also have this giant sign in the back that's, like, a skull that says, welcome, enter at your own risk, that kind of thing. I've got, like, you know, so it kind of just, it kind of just, I feel like fits me, like. Yeah. 
halfway hardcore. So what what you're trying to say is that you'll never make the cut for the hardcore server. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. You do have to be. We we did discuss. You do have to be banned from the hardcore server because you are only halfway hard. Yes, I heard that joke. I was listen. I heard that joke on the podcast. Right, I was sitting (laughs) doing some crafts. Right, (laughs) and you're like, wait a minute, from the table, and I ran over to my partner and I was like, they're talking about me on the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> and I made him listen to it. So. <laughs> That's great. So uh, I wasn't going to talk about it originally because some, some scuff happened. But I hopped on a different character the other day after John had gotten fired and I just wanted to do other things. I got on Beverly Claymore Hindenburg Waldorf, one of my 2.0 characters. And I, I fucked around for a little while and I, I ended up running into Charlotte, your character. Mm-hmm. And I think we probably had, we probably role played together for three hours and did absolutely nothing. I think we probably went two blocks total in three hours. And it was mostly just me making you pull your hair out. (laughs) And it was honestly so fun. Absolutely what it was. I actually was starting to get so fun. I was starting to get worried that I was gonna get you in trouble because you weren't actually doing police work. But you are so willing to role play. As long as somebody's like not just doing the same thing and consistently sort of like giving you more RP and giving it, it was genuinely such a good experience. And I really got to see you not as like a fellow officer in the PD, but just like as a person role playing with another person, it kind of something about not being in the PD on that character. Just like, let me see how you interact with other people other than like the, cause I see you in snippets in PD, right? That's everybody. We see each other in, you know, 10 second to, to 15 minute bursts mm-hmm. and then you're gone. So getting to spend that much time with you in character was so funny and so fun. And I really got to see you interact. I would just sit back and watch you interact with other people for a while. It was such an incredible experience. I, it's, I, no, no wonder you're like doing so well on Twitch and on NoPixel. It was just such a great experience. I really enjoyed it. Well, thanks. That's so nice. I, yeah, and it was a ton of fun. I absolutely love doing stuff like that where it's just super ridiculous and yeah I, it was a bunch of time and i think the only <laughs> thing we ever accomplished was we got you or we got mr claymore an id and that was pretty much all that happened I don't think you got the a ID. few hours no you didn't even get the id are you kidding me that was the whole point, the whole point. oh my gosh how? I, oh my gosh! Okay, listen, role playing with, with Hydra in huh. any form is is a is a is a a, a, a contest of of willpower. You really <laughs> got to be able to stick it out. <laughs> oh man! Okay. <laughs> well then, we accomplished nothing. We yeah, accomplished we... nothing, but it was super super fun, and and I agree, it is different. Um, getting to role play with people outside of being a cop especially with charlotte being um currently a solo cadet i feel Mm -hmm. like especially when i'm on duty doing things every time i get to interact with someone there's all this pressure to constantly be doing something in order to prove that you're ready to be a full officer so you're not a full officer well okay listen here's the thing i have my final eval this afternoon so huh go on um, yeah, so hopefully, if I don't totally botch my final eval, hopefully soon for Charlotte. Wait, who's it with? Uh, Pike from SDSL. Perfect. Oh, you're in. Good job, you made it. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know. know. A lot could message. still go wrong. Hold a on. lot could still go wrong. Hold on. I'm just if messaging my good friend Cascadian. I don't know if you guys know him. He plays Michael Bike. If you don't pass I, your I, final I eval, yes. If you don't pass mm -hmm. your final eval, just ocean dump someone, go to court, and pray they promote you rather than firing you. So it works for Carmine. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it works, I don't it think works, Charlotte right? could pull that off, though. Just You'll don't self snitch him. like Tinker. You'll define him. Oh, Tinker. Pike's, uh, Pike's a really good guy, too. First of all, he's trained yeah. literally half the force. He's a he very funny like, guy. Very funny guy. He's got like 400 hours or something like that. FTOing. Oh. He, he's on holy. like 130 FTO sessions in a year or something like that. So he's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm really glad. He's also um, a super nice guy. He'll be doing the final Evo. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, good luck. Hopefully you make it. You probably will. Don't Thanks. just don't don't just try to even though you know it's coming. Just try to like do normal police stuff. Don't try to do extra. Mm -hmm. When I when I had a, a ride, not a ride along, like a, a checkup to see how I was doing, I tried to go do things I didn't normally do. So like I went to like boosts, which I never do because I didn't want to seem mm -hmm. like I wasn't doing things. But right. I should have just waited and did what I normally do. So it kind of kind of didn't make myself look very good. So just just do normal things. Don't think you have to do extra. They're seeing the real you. If you try to show them like an artificial version, it's gonna look bad. Okay. All right. Wait, so, wait, 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 just wait, be normal. Wait. Just be normal. Can we, go, can we go back to that what Hydra just said? Uh don't be an artificial version of you, just do you. So you're telling her to be a self-insert? Telling her not to roleplay, is that what you're saying? Ah, well the character, point. like do whatever the character would normally do. If I if I want her to be a self-insert, I should tell her to roleplay like you. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would have failed my, if I had a final eval now, I'm, my character's full officer, but if I had a final eval today, I'd probably fail it. I think a lot of officers would, honestly. I think a lot of officers, once you're beyond that point, they let a lot of the minutia go and then they just go and do their own thing, which I think is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I just think that's... Speaking of Carmine, you had a little something something. I think it's about two weeks ago at this point, but we didn't get to talk about it last time. Can we talk about the Carmine Tinker um, CG situation? Yes, but before we do, I wanted to bring up uh, my first encounter with Halfway Hardcore that's memorable. It was oh, okay, fun. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't... I may have met your character, but uh, that day was the day I, I remembered your character. It was... Uh, so, I was, I was going through some shit. I was getting griefed by people in the CPD. I'm walking through the hallways of MRPD past the captain's office, and I see a CPD cadet there, okay? Soft-spoken, you know, I'm getting vibes that naive, easy to fuck with. It's going to be easy, you know? Oh, yeah, easy Charlotte w. gives that off for sure. And I walk up to her, and uh, I say, what are you doing loitering? <laughs> Why are you not working? She's like, I'm waiting for my FTO. And... Uh, <laughs> But through my mind, all I was thinking was, how can I fuck with her and <laughs> say fuck CPD in the meantime? And I called Wrangler and I asked her for her name. She told me her name. I called Wrangler and I lied to him and I said uh, that she was attacking me. She called me names. She's being abusive. And I hung up instantly. So he'd give, I said whatever I needed to say to get her strike points or suspended. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> 
I didn't know the person she was waiting for was Wrangler, right? He was her. <laughs> and <laughs> she calls him up and says, Carmine Schleid about me. And I hear her say this. I'm like, shit, shit. She has his number. Maybe they have rapport. He hates me. He'll probably believe her over me. So I just try to run. Because I wanted to go 42. I was a clock out. I run. And she chases me out. And she fucking tases me and cuffs me. And I get dragged to the cell. And then I get suspended. That was my first day meeting her. So that I, lost, was... I lost that day. So much had to like line up for that to happen <laughs> because Charlotte is like so connected. Charlotte Wrangler is the reason Charlotte became a police officer. He's the one who got her hired. They're like super close. You could have called anyone else and it would have gone way better. <laughs> so it just all lined up perfectly. <laughs> 52 Shakes has an aura of L's. Anytime a W <laughs> tries to get in, it repels it. <laughs> I, I, it's when I want the W that I don't get it. When I don't want the W, I, I usually get the W. It's weird. That's so true. Okay. Do we have any and... other? Do we have any other yeah, first time yeah. meeting Charlotte? Memories? I remember that. Oh, I was though. gonna throw in. That. I've only ever had terrible interactions with Charlotte. It's just. Well, that honestly, makes sense. It's not even really I'm, worth. I'm very mentioning. hateable as a person, so yeah. <laughs> and I, you know what? I I can't bring that toxicity to the podcast, so I'm just. She's all right. I'll, that's what I'll say. <laughs> Yeah, keep, keep no, actually, the I regret it. The best uh, compliment I've ever gotten. Wow. One one thing that, so uh, when I when I like got full officer, I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm uh, I wanted to go out and collect all of the certifications, or at least as many as I could get. So I got like motor, I got SRU, I got you know all the all just all the ones that were relevant to me that I wanted. Um, and. The reason I'm saying that is because I have not used any of those because I have been so interested in riding with all of the extremely cool people that are in the PD. You know, uh, lately it's been a lot of like miles and, and kinky, but, uh, but any opportunity I do get to ride with somebody who's interesting or seems like a character, uh, I'll take that. And I actually regret that we haven't like hung out more because every time I see you, you're getting to some really fucking funny shit. <laughs> and it just makes me super jealous because I'm like, that is the stuff that I want to do. I want to do the like cop role play that's kind of silly, but then, you know, moose bearded up where it, at the drop of a hat or whenever is needed, suddenly you just flick that switch and you're the giga cop, right? You're actually knowledgeable. You know what you're doing. You can hold your own. But then at the same time, that hat drops again and you're like, saying goofy stuff and you know accidentally uncuffing a guy and like i think that's that's just i i'm i'm regretful and i think there's so many other people too so many good like characters within the pd um i'm actually excited today because uh i have a scheduled cadet session with one small bumble oh nice oh my gosh i love her oh okay. she's great and I've been for the longest time and wanting to take her out, but she like took a break from RP and then mm -hmm. just recently came back. And so I'm like super stoked. And even a lot of the PD tow guys that we hired, uh, CPD, like Dewey Dangle, like Avery Strange. Dude, all... Cherry, Cherry's a cadet now. Yeah, Cherry is. Well, he's allowed yeah. to wear the mask, which is super cool. Nope. He was, I, dude, I'm so proud of him, by the way. He was like, 
I'm sorry, I'm only going for CPD because Kyle Pred told me I would be allowed to wear my mask. Yep. And I was like, you can get hired oh, today wow. at another department. I talked to them. They said they'll hire you right now. And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm only, I'm only working for CPD. Pred told me I could wear the mask. <laughs> All right, Mr. Hydra. <laughs> you know, it, what it looking at him too, it's so interesting to see like the progression of PD. Like mm-hmm. from the from early 3.0. Right. They were very strict about what you could wear, what your name could be. And then that started to kind of ease up. Right. And then there was the Paul Leesman thing. And then you couldn't have silly names. And then suddenly we hired somebody named Uno Reverse and then and cocaine. cocaine. And then, you know, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, uh, Vigor came around and he was playing a character that only wore a mask. Which, by the way, was his intent from the very beginning. I, I was, I was chatting with him when, when literally brought it up to somebody that he wanted to make a cop, and he wanted to make it where the cop only ever wore a mask, so he wears like the Julio mask or whatever. <laughs> um, just like the progression of how things have come. Like early on, Moosebeard had a hard time just wearing his boots. I had to get a doctor's note to say that they were literally fused to my feet from wearing them for so long, for three hundred years. Yeah, and no having way. salt water get into get in there, and then my feet swole up, and then my feet eventually just fused with the boots, so they're just like my skin now, which is perfect <laughs> oh for God. a cop because if I get downed and they take my shoes, I do slash me boots don't come off, and I put my uh, my outfit back on again, <laughs> and the boots are just there, so it's perfect. It's like Moosebeard couldn't have been anything but a cop. Oh, so good. Yeah, and feet must stink from now Ooh, on. I need I'm to play. They're, they're not feet, feet anymore. The boots are the feet. That's what I'm. If I have playing. to remake to get into PD, I'm going to play a character who can't wear shoes. That way, his shoes can never get stolen. Nice. Or just make a ped cop. And, oh, know. perfect! Yeah. Okay, Honestly, if I do, actually. if I do make another cop, it's going to be a, it's going to be a last name Cornwood, fat ped. <laughs> Be like Jedediah Cornwood. You should reach out see if Espen will let you use it. Yeah, I will. I'll ask. That'd be awesome. Could you imagine if I get it modified a little bit? Have somebody change it a little? Don't even bother. Just come and be in the old BCSO uniform. <laughs> That's very Cornwood energy. Yeah. <laughs> if he showed up, he wouldn't change the uniform. Oh no, he would not. <laughs> Did you ever get to role play or see Cornwood halfway? Well, you know, um, the first time Charlotte did like a ride along with Wrangler, which was totally on accident, um, she ended up going, Wrangler had to go to this meeting. And again, I was still super new to the server. I had no sort of background knowledge on anything. Right. And so I show up to this room full of people and I have like no idea who any of these people are. Um, I'm just there. They're having a meeting about trooper interviews is apparently what it's about. I don't know what that even means. I'm just sitting in the corner <laughs> I'm just and happy my to chat be here. starts going, oh my gosh, this is the craziest room full of people that we've seen in months. What is happening? How are you here right now? And I'm like, I don't know. Who are these people? Because <laughs> it was like Wrangler and Cornwood and Soze and Fingal and like all these people <laughs> who like, I think Andrews might've been there. Um, all these people who like, Wow, so like, like six characters and the chief. Who don't come around very often. Yeah, and I'm like, I literally couldn't tell you who that was. <laughs> like, oh, that guy owns the server? I didn't know that. 
So yes, I got to be, I got to interact with them a little bit, but I feel like it was almost wasted on me. Like I wish it was someone who had known that that was a big deal. <laughs> so I think that's the only time I've seen Cornwood though. I think that's why it's, it's better though, right? When you don't have the meta knowledge of who people are and you can have genuine interactions with them, not only can they tell, but the viewers can tell. And it really like looks True. good on you. I try really hard if I ever interact with Soze or anybody that's like a big stream or anything. My biggest goal is to like not role play any differently. I feel like if mm -hmm. I change the way I role play because of who they are, I'm like failing myself. It's really important. That's I think, true. To, yeah. To just stick to your guns and just like not like, oh, that's now I understand role playing is like afraid of Soze because Soze like has been known to just fire people. Right. So you might be on your best behavior. But you still do it in character, right? You're not mm -hmm. doing it because yeah. it's coil. But I, that might also be like my like role play brain versus my like content server brain. Sometimes I make really bad decisions because I'm like, ah, oh, the role play will be very good. Oops, I'm fired. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and that is that does seem like a tough line to walk. I do agree though, where it's like. A lot of the time, it is nice to not know if the person you're role-playing with is, like, a big streamer or a mm -hmm. big deal. Um, like, yeah, when Charlotte did get that first ride-along with Wrangler, I had no idea who Penta was. Mm -hmm. I, He's just a small streamer. I don't even think he has 13,000 subs. Little, little guy. <laughs> I mean, right, I, right, right. Not yeah, even 13,000 yeah. subs. Embarrassing, honestly. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Dude, who who are we going after next? Who are we, Listen, we did Coil, we did Penta. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who we got? Um uh, <laughs> you say some bad shit about Sob or something like that. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> can't stand him, man. We'll work it out. <laughs> Yelling RP, the end. Okay, next. <laughs> oh my <laughs> So I see you're not coming back to CPD. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good run. It was a good run. Uh, you know what? Actually, I do. I do still want to come back to CPD I, or not CPD, but just the PD in general. Um, but I really appreciate a lot of people who I didn't think would like reach out and like, like help me a little bit, not out of character, no, nobody out of character, but in character, a lot of people have been like, Hey, I know that you were, fired or let go do you want like to come work here do you want to come do this it was really nice i had some really cool interactions with um uh, raymond romanov who john hydra has a history with and after i got first runner up in the judges thing i, I beat out coyote which was incredible i didn't expect that uh bill mays was like all right john we need to get you your bar license and i was like thank you appreciate you and he's like yep i need you to take all my cases <laughs> Which some people guess, might see as like, here, take over all the work I was doing. But I saw it as I like value your role play and I think you're a good character and I think you're somebody that could do this either good or bad, but you'll do it and it'll be entertaining. Right. I think that's I really appreciate it. It felt really good. I have a really big like drive to like want to feel wanted. Right. I try not to be in places where I don't feel wanted. If I feel like I'm there to try to become wanted, I, I just leave. That's not I'm not good at that. Right. Really, really fun. And I just really appreciate it. And so now John's kind of like, to that. yeah. Uh, the the whole uh, you know, uh, you know, int introducing yourself to 
to to encounters where um, you know you doesn't make sense you being there mm-hmm. for it. it feels weird yeah, I, I hate that it makes me feel so weird i avoid that type of shit you've actually I relate to you this is gonna sound crazy 52 since you're somehow not banned yet but you've been such a good <laughs> influence on my role play you really do and i've said this before have some of the best takes on role play because you genuinely like lean so hard on it being fucking role play <laughs> You yeah, I mean, are so good at not... Small stream of the year opinion. Hey, you know? small stream of the year, you know? <laughs> um, I'm that guy, I guess. Yeah, I feel like just when we talk and we talk about roleplay, because sometimes when I have like a bad time after CPD thing, I tried to reach out to Troms and he, he, he don't know walled me, so I reached out to you and you gave me some really good advice and it, I, just, I just roll with it. You were like, don't sweat it, just take a little time and just get on the server and just roleplay and just see where the roleplay takes you. That's exactly what I did. And I ended up running for judge, almost made judge, which would have pissed a lot of people off and I think would have been so funny. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I be honest with you? Hmm. If I went through what you went through, like getting fired, I don't know if I'd still be on the server all that much. Because cop, the whole mechanic behind cop is such a huge crutch for me that I rely on if I don't have that. I don't know if I want to put in the effort of, uh, you know, I don't know how you do it. How halfway hardcore go off duty so frequently? I can't do it. It's, oh, that's because I, people want to so be lost. around her. Fifty two. Oh, okay. That does <laughs> yeah, make a difference. <laughs> and I don't mean out of character. Uh, in character, Carmen has made himself be like nobody wants to be around him for extended periods because unless it's to like beat him up and leave her to make fun of him. Now, some very smart people like um like a uh, uh, Paulie and others have like uh, like realized like oh Carmen's actually hilarious and fun to be around and also like will tank any aggro of anyone so great to be around but other than that it's hard for Carmen to be around people when when Charlotte goes off duty a bunch of people are like oh my god Charlotte you're off duty let's go do this and that and this and that so it's just like being pinged as a cop but as a civ people are like we're holding She's this party and going to this event and doing this She's a yin to my yang she's everything my character isn't and I'm everything her character isn't it's crazy. Whoa. You guys need a best friend ride along. You guys need a best friend ride along arc. <laughs> Talking about some. Uh, I'm so excited friends. to hopefully ride along with people soon again. That'll be so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought you were full officer by now. I'm not even kidding. Ev- everyone thinks that. Yeah. I think that's but... a problem with cadets. I thought it was. I thought it was a me thing, but I think people just don't like realize like the. There are a couple cadets that are on duty every day and do a really good job. And you just kind of forget that the cadet is a thing. You're just like, oh, that's an officer that I can rely on. And then you forget they're a cadet. And then you go, I'm a cadet. And they go, you're a cadet. And you go, yeah, for nine months. And they go, what the fuck? <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, it's you know, a weird thing in the in the PD. And like, I'm, yeah. And it's weird that like people forget you're a cadet but then you can't bring it up too much or like I like had no idea that asking about it was like a big no-no and so Charlotte asked about it in character she was like hey do you think I could get a eval sometime soon because you know I feel ready for it and then she got in trouble for asking about it and so it's just an interesting I think that's a CPD specific thing I think other departments if you ask yeah, about it, they're like, like, uh, okay, now that you've asked, we'll like look into it and we'll see if we can schedule a timer. <laughs> I was encouraged to ask about it. I, I, when I was a solo LSPD. cadet, 
I I kept forgetting that I was a fucking cadet, you know, because <laughs> as a solo cadet, I, I I as an officer I usually ride alone, you know. I'm a lone wolf. I I do things okay. on my own mostly. You can't. Really? Nobody can snitch yeah. on you for ocean dumping people you if you're alone. <laughs> you know, the best part about riding alone is that you can do the most corrupt shit, and it will go unnoticed. You know how many people I kidnap, <laughs> pretend I'm taking them to the precinct. But no, I take them to some recluse place, beat their ass, knock them out, uncuff them, and leave them. You're going to have to edit that part out, okay? I'm going to have to start deleting VODs. But I do that. This When you're writing alone uh, and and you, you're generating your role plays solely on your own and you're just running into people randomly, it, it, it like introduces a certain element of freedom. And as a solo cadet, that's what I pretty much did, and I still do it as an officer. So even though I am an officer, it, I don't feel like anything's changed. I understand why people want to get officer. I understand why people want to climb the ranks because there's certain doors that open. But uh, I don't know. I, I never. I never. I've never had the urge to uh, progress. Mm -hmm. Because for you, the day to day is what you thrive on, right? And as if you if you got promoted. You would have responsibilities, and then you would have to think about things other than doing whatever it is Carmine's like ADHD brain wants to do. Exactly. So basically, prayed. You know, yeah. you know how much shit he has to deal with that he doesn't want to deal with. So basically, <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he really has to deal with a whole lot. He's got a good support system, and he's played his character well enough to the point where everyone knows he doesn't want to do that shit, and so they do it for him. But getting five minutes alone oh. as Kyle Pred is fucking impossible. Whenever I spent a day or two hanging out with him, like as his bodyguard or whatever, I was like, sir, isn't it exhausting? And he was like, he looked at me and he was like, Hydra, you have no goddamn idea. <laughs> It was really good. Yeah, I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. I know what he's going through. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Guys I mean, as like a captain, us. you yeah, understand. Yeah, it's hard being so important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what can I say? Halfway. Mm-hmm. What I is... Oh, you got a question? Okay, go ahead. I do. Is it better than yours, though? Yeah. You have to guess. It is. Oh, okay. Um... The future. It is something that has not yet happened and is something that is yet to come. Come. What plans do you have for the future? Just like as a person or? That's, that's a big question. Yeah, like sure, with your characters, with role play, like what, what would you want to do? Like what, what does 2023 look like? To halfway hardcore, maybe making the leap to all the way hardcore. <laughs> well, it depends on what you mean by all the way hardcore. What um, do I mean by that? Like, I'm sending this to Coil if she doesn't say yes. Well, so he knows. <laughs> well, okay, no, 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 wait, wait, don't get carried <laughs> away just yet, okay? Um, if we're talking about the hardcore server, I mean, that's it's hard to. I feel like at this current moment, it's hard to say what I what my plans are for the future because there's so much up in the air right now um, with like what even I'm not sure I even really know what the hardcore server is, you know, like it sounds new and cool and I would like to be a part of it. 
just because, you know, anytime there's something new, there's a lot of potential there. And especially with like role play, new always makes new opportunities for role play. So I think that would be really neat to be a part of. Um, Good mentality. I mean, there's also a lot of questions surrounding it. So, yeah. So and I don't feel like it's in, in a weird place for me too, where like I don't feel like I'm necessarily owed anything for like like i don't know it'd be cool to be invited to the hardcore server but i don't know what that means or what that looks like um, so right now really my goal right is now. just to pass my final eval that's yeah. i beyond that i don't even know i don't even <laughs> know and that feels like i can start planning after that maybe but <laughs> i mean that's been my goal for seven months so oh my god i'm still just working on <gasps> that <laughs> Seven months? Mm-hmm. Right, Charlotte got hired seven months ago. You're almost a cadet as long as John Hydra was. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone's going to break that record. I had to go and break it and get fired, damn it. If I get rehired I as a cadet, does it, does it carry over? Does it roll over? No. no. Or you could just be like Moses and be on your third cop. <laughs> I love his new cop. I saw his new cop. It's so good. Oh, you mean Walter F. Moses? Yep. Walter... <laughs> F Moses, yeah, <laughs> love it. I messaged him that day. I was like, "Wow, really embracing the self insert comp, huh?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it's the new, it's the new meta." This is a, well, this is a WTF Moses. Did talks. you guys see his tweet about he's not streaming anymore? Wait, what? No, he's on vacation. You no, you guys said, all got baited. No, he's not streaming oh anymore, God. dude. It says go to his channel and type exclamation point vacation. He no. says he'll be back in February. No. No, he's not streaming anymore. <laughs> and if he comes back, he banned. <laughs> he, uh... yes, sir. That's right. I'm sorry, sir. Go give me a drink. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Right away, sir. <laughs> uh, we have fun. Um, <clears throat> okay, what was I going to ask? I was going to add a question. Uh, Oh, question I like to ask people. What is, you think, the most fun or exciting? When you think of, like, good times on NoPixel, what's, like, your big memory? Like, what shoots to the front of your head when you think about, like, having a, just a great time? Oh, my goodness. That's such a hard question. It doesn't have to be the most. It could just be, like, a thing that if you're going to, like, tell somebody, like, oh, this thing happened. It was so cool. My go-to thing, because it's, there's not like, it doesn't require a bunch of backstory. It's just a thing that happened is I like to tell people or like when people are like, oh, you know, in character and they're like, oh, how can you be a cop? I can't believe it. I'm like, well, it's really exciting. You get to do lots of cool things. So I like to tell people about um, when one of Charlotte's like first ride alongs with Wrangler, they arrested a dog. <laughs> like we put a dog in cuffs <laughs> and took him to jail. Because he had a bunch of drugs and a severed human leg. <laughs> and it's just stuff like that where it's like, <laughs> why is this happening? But so but good. I love that it is happening. Mm -hmm. It's so ridiculous. Let's just roll with it. It's so good. So it's crazy stuff like that that I think is the most fun and the most memorable. Heck yeah. Do you guys have anything like that? Well, like, when uh, I think of... Like role play. Yeah, do you have like a big like oh, I like I love this shit moment, like a big like memory or good time on on no pixel. 
too too many to name one specifically, but I'd have to say there's nothing better than doubling down on something absolutely absurd. <laughs> Very true. I had a situation recently where I got a phone call from Delver, from the Delver Nation. And he was hanging out with Lando and uh and Alex Domino. And he calls me and he says, Moose Period, I think you're gonna be the best person to investigate this. So I need you to I need you to look into this for me. And I was like, All right, I'm your man. He says, There's a there's a bicycle at the at the 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 college and it's just sitting here. I was like, but tell me more. <laughs> he says, I, I think it might be somebody's getaway vehicle and that they left it here and you should come down and investigate it. So, of course, I got a cadet with me, uh, Avery Strange, and I, I go down, and I'm, I'm feeding into it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying like, all right, Avery, I need you to investigate this. Let's let's try to figure out like why this is here. It's like 15 feet away from the bike rack. It literally looked like an NPC just like dropped it on the ground, right, <laughs> and then walked off. <laughs> and so I had seen Dean Galberry earlier that day, and I give him a call. I say, Dean you 5k if you walk if you come down to the the college walk nonchalantly up to this bicycle and just get on it and ride it away he's like done deal and within like 60 seconds he's there gets on the bike <laughs> rides it off lando and delver freak out they're like what the hell was that what the oh my god there's they're like this is a conspiracy what the hell is going on here like who was that guy <laughs> So I give them both flashlights. I'm like, all right, you guys are deputized. I need you guys to go investigate this. And that's when that was my first double down. A little bit later, I get a call from Dean Galbraith and he says, <laughs> Moosebeard, Moosebeard, they're, they're at the rooster's rest and they're interrogating me, Moosebeard. Uh, what do I do? And I was like, all right, just, just hold on. I'll be right there. And so I come down and I, I, I try to talk him out of it, but I can't. So they eventually find him again later. And I'm like, fuck, I, I, what do I do? What do I do? So I went to the Richmond Hotel and I set up a scene that made it look like my cadet and I had been shot. Uh, and I called Delver and I say, there's a guy, there's, there's like five different guys. They all look like Dean Galberry, but they're definitely not Dean Galberry. And they just attacked us and they said it was over the bike thing. They said we're getting too deep. And so they show up and uh, Avery and I are laying <laughs> on the ground, right? And we're pretending to be like unconscious and like attacked and i even threw i i I did i did like the little scene thing and i threw bullets on the ground like actual bullets not like unshot bullets right like i even (laughs) said bullets still in their casings it's on the ground to make it look like there was like a a fight that had happened right Mm. so lando comes in and he scoops me up he's like moose i'm gonna get you out of here i'm like okay don't forget about my cadet and he goes over to my cadet and he's like nah he'll be fine and then avery stands up and he goes Hey, don't leave without me. And I made the mistake. Well, I, I wouldn't say it was a mistake. It was another double down. And I said, oh, my God, he's become a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and so no. Lando goes, don't worry. I know how to handle this and shoots him in the head. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, OK, all right. Oh, no. So Lando brings me to, to Ice Crown Citadel. And I'm first of all, I'm like, what the hell do I do now? What am I going to tell these guys? And they go, they bring me there and they go, Moosebeard, we interrogated Dean. We know what you did. And I was like, I was like, oh shit, oh shit. All right, guys, there's something I need to tell you. 
Do you guys know Kelly Smith, the notorious biker from the city who rides bicycles around all the Miss time? Kelly. You guys, you guys don't know what you've stumbled upon. That was one of Kelly's bikes. Kelly's the Illuminati. He owns everything in this city. I was trying to protect you guys. And I'm like making up this big story that like Kelly is, <laughs> is like this mastermind behind everything in the city. And that they stumbled on something way bigger than them. And they need to, they need to get out, right? So that was another double down, and then it gets even worse. So they have a, they let me go. My cadet gets back up, and then I contact Dean. I'm like, Dean, I had to make up this this story. First of all, uh, he got beat up, so I went down to the the hospital to pick him up. He's beat up. Uh, I start talking to him, and and like over my shoulder, Moosebeard can't see this, but over my shoulder, I see Delver and Lando are outside of the hospital, and they're within like shouting range. So I, I, I start shouting, right? And uh, I go, I go, Dean, listen, listen, man, this is going so deep right now. I had to make up the biggest lie and tell it to Lando and Delver about how Kelly's like the, the mastermind <laughs> behind everything in the city. And I'm doing it so they obviously that they yeah. can hear, right? Like I'm, I'm just trying to double down again. And uh, so I'm like, shit, shit. Now we eventually get out of there. And I'm like, Dean, I'm going to have to put you in witness protection. Witness protection doesn't actually exist in the city. <laughs> So I made up my own double down once more. I gave him, he, he was wearing a PD like flat brims campaign hat. So I gave him a new campaign hat and then he put on like the Mike block, like cat eye mask, you know, like the, Perfect. the, Who, the eye guy? mask only. And uh, I was like, all right, but now we need to get you a new name. So I was like, you know, it'd be funny if I gave him one of my badges, but then I had the, I had a way better idea. I have two of Derek McNulty's old badges. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave him Derek McNulty's uh, former police badge. And I was like, all right, listen up, Dean. Your new name is recently deceased LSVD officer Derek McNulty, 466. <laughs> so this is what you need to tell people, all right? If they ask, you need to tell them, I'm recently deceased <laughs> LSVD officer Derek McNulty. And I like added onto his profile too and made a big stupid report about it. Like took it way too seriously. And oh, it's just the probably doubling the... <laughs> down is probably some of my favorite th where it's you just so you take, take a situation and you just compound it and make it worse and worse and worse until eventually it just it's it's no doubt will blow up in your face. <laughs> well, and he rolled with that because the weird thing is I was so confused because Charlotte went into Rooster's Rest. And ran into Dean, and he showed her the ID of McNulty, and he was like, I'm McNulty, I'm in the witness protection program. And I was like, what? This, what? It makes no sense. I think the first rule of being in witness protection it, is that yeah. you don't tell people that you're in witness protection. Oh, he's pretty open That's about it. I knew Dean was the perfect person for this. I'm like, this is so, this is so good for Dean. I know he wants an expungement, mm -hmm. but I think it's just going to be so funny if, like... He gets caught and he's like, yeah, no, Moosebeard put me in witness protection. And then it says on his profile, uh, I, I literally added in, put in witness protection to protect him from powerful people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. good. Double, doubling down and just like compounding like stupidity and just, just like making things exponentially worse is probably my favorite because it's just always fun to see where somebody will take it. And like, even if we're doing like Littleman stuff or or what, whatever the hell we're doing, it's just always a good time to try to extend something. I think it's one of my 
biggest flaws as like a cop uh because i almost never want to see situations end i kind of mm-hmm. just want to chase a guy all day long and just yell at him and say like, uh, get, get back here my boy you're not getting away all right d- stop running i'm getting real tired like you know just like i just love interacting <laughs> with people and so i almost never want situations to actually come to a, a conclusion that's fun what, it, what it, so when you say all that what i hear is you love role play and you love when people let you like sort of give them like weird things to do when they roll with it, it like you get a lot of value out of that that's awesome yeah. man i think that's so good yeah, when people roll with stuff like that, it's just great. What do you got, 52? Anything? Me? Uh, first, I want to say, Troms, those are the type of stories that, like, spiral and spiral and spiral, and then they just become the fabric of the server. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. That shit with, uh, you know, Dean Watson and the, 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 the chemical spill on cocaine or whatever, that type of shit, and now... And then it came up in, so it happened like months ago, and then it came up in PD meetings and shit. <laughs> Crackranium, what was it called? I don't know. What was it called? Crackranium. The cocaine. Cocaine. Cocaineum. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Like those type of stories, they like stick around forever. So doing that type of shit, it's like role play that doesn't end in that day. Probably it's probably gonna go on for months, and it. Oh yeah. And and now it's probably it's gonna be like a character trait for the guy you added into it. Oh yeah, and I I've role played with him many times before, and he's a he's a guy I know I can trust to like, obviously not like hide the ID or anything like that, but to like just make role play of it. Like it's he's he's obviously already done it with with uh, mm-hmm. halfway hardcore, you know. So so I knew and, I, I knew I could trust him if I gave him the reins for stupid role play. And I feel like that type of role play works best when both like all the parties involved don't care about a outcome that's that favors them you know they don't care what the outcome is like everybody wins so long as the story progresses and uh that's that's pretty that's pretty cool man i wish i wish there was more of that all over the server there was yeah. uh things would feel more dynamic but me uh one instance of i don't know one instance of memorable role play i have when I used to grind for Eastside Bullers. Yeah. Oxytails? Oxytails. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first introduction to the server, was grinding for USB. But, uh, yeah. And uh, what else? And Forsen. There was one time I role-played with Forsen. He was playing a hitman, and I paid him to go after Slim. <laughs> and it backfired on me. Of course. Because he fucked it up and then he snitched on me and he said, Hey, I'd kill the guy. I'm a, I'll go kill the guy that sent me to kill you if you don't kill me. So he comes after <laughs> me and then tries to kill me. And in the process of killing me, he kills himself. So in the end, the <laughs> hitman. <poison. laughs> the hitman just ended up basically hitting himself. And everybody walked away. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect arc for a character that's so funny oh yeah you were going to tell us about uh about the the whole uh ocean dumping somebody thing with uh oh. with tinker madness okay so you know how a pd corruption if you're caught you're fucked well sometimes uh, yeah. tinker tinker who's played by nexera did something with francis and ratchet they took off his deputy bones to mount chiliad and uh, I don't know what the motive was, but they 
they, 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 they ocean dumped them or cliff dumped them. I don't know how they did it, but they memory wiped them. And because of that, I think Ratchet was leaving crumbs or something. So an investigation opened and they're looking into mm. Tinker. And then Tinker told my character about it. And my character's like, shit, you got loose ends. We got to get rid of them. And it's the most corrupt shit I've ever done to date. We went out. <laughs> we we lured Francis uh, in with the sexual innuendos. You know, he pretended to be a hooker. I think he pretended to be a hooker or something at the Vanilla Unicorn. He pulls up. We snatch him. We throw him in the trunk. As we're leaving, CG pull up. They see us take him. And I break their ankle, so we get away. We take uh, Francis out into the boonies somewhere. And uh, we go back and forth on whether we want to shoot him or not to get rid of him because he's a loose end because he knows too much. And Tinker's going to get fired if he gets out. And we shoot him. We shoot him, and then the following day, Tinker gets fired anyway. So I, I shot someone in character for no reason. And uh, <laughs> now he's hanging around CG, and it's, it's spiraled. I don't oh, yeah. know how it's going to end, though. It'll be interesting. We, we took him out with us uh, on Thursday. We're hanging out with Eugene, and uh, he came out just in time to uh, hit a couple guys off of the top of a building with a plane. We just, we just lined him up. We knocked him off the building with the plane. I'm getting so good at it. It's like I'm becoming like a golfer when it comes to hitting people with planes. Jesus, oh fine science. It's such a strange skill, but it makes so much sense for the little man's. Oh, yeah. Now that I think about it, I, like I, f I feel like like nine out of the ten plane calls I go go to are littleman planes, and it usually ends with you guys flying into cliffs or being shot out of the sky. No, being shot out of the <laughs> sky mostly. Uh, who? It, well, one time what was it? it was failing. There we go. I got a couple of pictures in the you Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Miles. Okay, so what we've done lately is Miles is really good at taking like action photos so he takes the action photos and i fly the planes uh these will definitely not be in the show notes by the way the show notes don't exist oh yeah my I'm, God. I'm bursting the bubble oh, he, oh my god we hit borat so hard that he landed in the alta street apartments and we are right next to the fib building where this is happening it's my best one so far. Yeah, Miles takes amazing, uh, amazing screenshots with that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you guys want to see it, you know, out there in the podcast lands, uh, too bad. Get a life, loser. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, where did that come from? Oh my no, god. No, speaking um, truth. Wow. Losers, losers, losers. <laughs> um, yeah, they're somewhere. You can find them if you look hard enough. You'll find the screenshots. And you should. Show notes, show notes. They don't. Hydra you to do it again. Has Hydra has he started yet? No. Has he been doing them? No. No. Not at all. No, he doesn't do that. Oh, what about you, Chains? Uh, I asked, I asked, uh, I posed this question to, to Halfway Hardcore, but uh, goals or anything like that for 2023, just in our role play in general, whether that's like, getting back on red dead for more like wild west or whatever or what do you what do you see yourself doing this year what i'd like is uh to to play more than one character 
you know, leave my comfort zone, but I don't yes. see myself doing that anytime soon. No, you, to, you uh, honestly should. It's, it's uh therapeutic. Yeah. Like yesterday I was playing a golem, golem slash, uh, children of the corn type character on wild RP. I was, was my God, so you I, know what that is? Most people don't know what like that children of the corn is. Yeah. I, I, oh my God. That fucking movie's insane. There's like but, six uh, was, of them now. There is. I've yeah. only, I only know like the still making Children of the Corn movies. But I was playing a, a character based off of Children of the Corn and Golem meets Golem. So basically, a hunchback, uh, short, uh, mid twenties goblin man. And uh, I went. I was going into Valentine. I was just fucking following people, making guttural noises and shit. It was embarrassing to to stream that to people and people watching. But it was fun, man. It was fun doing something other than Carmine. You know, sometimes you have to play other characters to remind yourself you're playing a character. Because if you play the same character too often, the line gets blurry, you know? And uh, playing that other character is like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, especially playing a cop, it's so beneficial to have something else. If it's not another character is going off duty or just, you know, whatever. It's just something to, like you said, use as a palate cleanser. Yeah. Halfway, have you uh, ever tried Red Dead? Red Dead role, role play? No, I haven't. I have, like, I have um, a Wild RP application that's, like, 70% finished. And it's been on my to-do list for, like, six months. <laughs> oh, my God. So... It's intimidating to me, though, because I still feel like I'm somewhat new to roleplay and just being in um, that sort of environment that's also foreign to me and having to come up with a new character and like worry about all of that is super intimidating to me. But I would really like to try it. Yeah, I, I, um, I got lucky. I got into the server before the standards were set. And before, you know, people considered Wild RP like one of the best role servers to role play on, role play wise. And there's a lot of people who, there's a lot of talking points. You know, people say it's hard to get in. The application process is very uh, stringent, uh, very, very, very hard to, like harder than no pixel. And uh, once you do get in, the standard of role play is super high. I agree and disagree with that. I feel like um. People adapt to the environment roleplay wise. So if you're playing on if if you're wild RP main and you come to no pixel, nine times out of ten, you're not gonna roleplay as um as as hardcore, for lack of a better word, as you <laughs> did on Wild RP. But if you're on mm -hmm. no pixel and you go to Wild RP, you'll just you just you just I don't know, you just mold into you just mold into the same standard of characters as everyone else. So it it's the setting helps you too. I feel like you could do it. I'm 100% sure that you could role play on that server. Oh, yeah. and you, you, day one, you'd be a natural. You wouldn't have no problems. Your improv's there. You, you yeah. I, these nerves, these nerves is probably like entry nerves. As soon as you do get in, you'll it'll be a walk in the park for you. My British accent came Shucks. out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think if I could. If I can get myself into it, it seems like a really cool thing. I think it'd be fun to try a different, um, a different environment. And because like this is the only server 
for any roleplay that I've ever tried. So I think it would be fun to try a different server. Oh, it's, your first yeah, different. I I don't know why I. So your first ever roleplay server was no pixel. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, I was so like, went... why bother with anything else? Just jump straight to no pixel whitelist because that makes sense as a new role player. <laughs> that's that's you know I, don't, I don't know too many people that have done that. What? Okay, I don't know why we didn't ask this earlier. What made you want to be a cop? Oh, when I started, I had no intention. It like had never even crossed my mind that becoming a cop was an option. It was not. I just never thought about it. Uh, when I joined, I was like, okay, Charlotte's going to be a criminal. She wants to have all these experiences. And um, and she was. She was criming. She's done a shocking amount of crime um, and just never got caught for anything because she happened to meet people who were really good at it. Like some of the first crimes she did was with um, Cassandra Cage, so uh, Tiny Sparks' criminal character. And uh, Cora Star, um, Freddie Fassbinger. Oh, so she just met like a bunch of like really good criminals. So like she should have been caught. Um, and then one time Charlotte was robbing her first like convenience store. And this could have changed the whole course of Charlotte's life, right? Because she was robbing a convenience store. And so I was behind the counter smashing the register. And I got stuck behind the counter. Because for whatever reason, like the floor on the other side must be higher than the floor behind it. So I couldn't jump back over the counter. And there was a local in the way, so I couldn't like walk behind the counter either. So I was stuck there. And so the cops showed up. And I had to come up with this story. I was like, oh, yeah, I work here. It's crazy. And I was like, I can describe the person who robbed the store. And then I described exactly what I was wearing and just said that someone else had come in and robbed it and that I worked there. And they were like, okay, well, come over here. We have to put you in cuffs. And like, you know, while we look into this, I told them, I would love to do that, but I am very much stuck behind this counter. <laughs> <laughs> so like, luckily, and I don't remember who it was and I wish I did, but whoever it was like realized, oh, this is a, like mechanically a problem. And so they taught me how to get out from under the counter. I had to like jump up on a box and then vault over the counter. And they said, okay, you have this story. We're not quite sure if we should believe it. This is really embarrassing for you getting stuck behind the counter. So if you can break out of cuffs, we'll let you walk away from this. Ooh. And so <laughs> with, you know, it was the moment and it came down to it and I managed to break the cuffs. So they, true to their word, they just let me walk away from it. Um, and so I just kept doing crime. It was fine. Until one day, Charlotte was a hostage at um, a vault robbery, very on brand for Charlotte. And Wrangler was the one talking to hostages and taking hostages afterward. And so we had this whole conversation where Charlotte didn't know what Lord of the Rings was. So Wrangler and Eugene were like kind of convincing her that Lord of the Rings was real and that Cerberus had a three headed dog like buried under their building or something. It was a really fun conversation. And then afterwards, Wrangler was like, okay, you're free to go. Charlotte started walking away. And then he goes, Ashley, do you want to see a shootout? And I was like, yeah, sure. So Charlotte hopped in the car with Wrangler and it turned into like a full day ride along where she 
just rode around with Wrangler and did all this ridiculous stuff. And um, Fingal rode with us for part of the time. It was super fun. Um, we went to the trooper interviews. And then at the end of it, Wrangler was like, hey, have you ever considered becoming a cop? I think you'd be like a really good addition to the force. And I said, nope, I've never once considered it. <laughs> but today was really cool, so I'll think about it. <laughs> and um, after that, Charlotte turned her whole life around and became wow. a cop. Yeah, that might that may be the first story of Wrangler positively affecting somebody's life in a big way, making them actually want to stop doing crime instead of the other way. Right. Yeah. And it's. It's it's really interesting, too, because. Yeah, she she had heard a bunch about Wrangler, but never really interacted with him before. And then Charlotte being the, you know. Believes in people kind of person that she is. um. It was just, yeah, so now she defends Wrangler all the time, and people are like, he's horrible. And she's like, no, she's really great. So I think it was really good that that was her first interaction with him. Um, and it feels like everything on the server, everything that Charlotte has, she's just kind of stumbled into on accident. Like, she owns a store, too, and that was an accident. It was supposed to be um, Ho Depot in Mirror Park. Right. Originally where Charlotte's store is, Hard on Tools, it was supposed to be Ho Depot, but then they decided they wanted it in Mirror Park. And so suddenly there was this like vacancy. And because she's friends with Freddie, he was like, hey, do you want to just come up with a business proposal that's the same as ours? And then we have a spot for a store here if you just want to like have a store. And that's when like storefronts were crazy hard to come by. And so I was like, I guess... Sure, I've never thought about owning a store before, but <laughs> I, why not? So it's just so, been like the, all of Charlotte's life has been stumbling into weird opportunities. She owns the 911 call center because she happened to be with Kyle Pred when he chose where he wanted it, and he's too in debt to buy it himself. <laughs> so she bought the 911 call center. So I own, you own all something sorts of for weird the blocks stuff. as well. Oh yeah, oh, the yeah. trap home. Okay, that's Absolutely. what I thought. I, I heard this out of character. Oh yeah, yeah. She's um <laughs> owner of the block trap home. So she spends a lot of time down uh on the block <laughs> with the blocks. It's fine. Real estate that's funny. Yeah, what, so it's been a lot a, of stumbling into things. What a perfect circle for Wrangler. Or for, for Penta. <laughs> Right now, you two are are somehow connected across these two characters, so he could probably just never raid the trap house, right? <laughs> way right, way exactly. too much attached there. Yeah, and that was that was kind of a scary decision at first too, because when she first bought it, it was under duress because Mike Block had stolen her um, photo album out of the back of her car mm -hmm. and then he held her quote unquote memories hostage so she had to do a bunch <laughs> of stuff for Mike Block throughout the day because to get her memories back um, and so one of the things was they made her buy the trap home for them like they gave her the money for it and she just had to buy it under duress but then it was this decision of like okay do I keep the trap home especially being a cadet like how is this gonna work out and so that was, at first I was really worried about it. And because I'm really concerned about the game mechanics of 
how storage works, right? Because because it was kind of Charlotte's fault, you know, when um, Wrangler went to went on his musical tour when he got banned for a bit because of that warrant thing that I filled out because of of house storage. And so I'm always- You got Wrangler, you got Penta banned? No, 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 that's maybe, hmm. Hold on, this just in, a yes pixel first. Halfway hardcore gets Penta banned. I think it was part of the catalyst of when that happened is I was like a new cadet and I filled out a search warrant when I was working with Wrangler for a house that someone had keys to because Charlotte has never owned property. I didn't understand how storage worked. Mm -hmm. So really technically you shouldn't have been able to raid the house for someone who's a key holder because they can't put things in the storage. Right. But I did I, put it in the search warrant. I think they can get stored. I actually don't know. I'm not going to say it. I you thought they could get used to be able access. to. You can't anymore. Okay. And that's part of the problem, too, is that mechanics like that are constantly changing, right? Yeah. And also part of trying to argue them in character as well, which is why in court cases, a lot of times you'll hear judges say, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to talk about harmony here, which in, in for them, that's harmony mechanics, right? Like, you know. Yeah, they'll often ask, like, if you're, if you're not getting it, they'll say, what is the job of the people that work on Cars in Harmony? Yeah, they're mechanics, you know. Then you, you realize they're talking about game mechanics, and then we're not going to yeah. argue that during... Because sometimes it'll come down to it, right? And then you're like... That's fine. Damn. Yeah. So and is Charlotte, there was a like, whole super string rich? of things, like, she filled out the warrant, he approved it, a judge approved it, so there's, like... It's hard to, that's, I don't think it was anyone's fault. That's really what drives me crazy is for someone to get in trouble that's after a judge approves a thing. I think it's not in the officer's hand anymore. I think if a judge approves it, then even if it's absolutely bogus, the cop is no longer the point of failure, right? Now, a lot of judges will say, we're very busy. We can't take time to read every single paragraph to which I would respond. Then why are you a judge? <laughs> right. Your job is literally like, that is like one of the biggest things that you do is to make sure that like the judicial system is following protocol. Right. That's literally like mechanically what your job is. So I have a lot to say there. So that was one of the reasons I really wanted yeah. to be a judge. Cause I wanted to see what it was like to actually be a judge and see how that affected my perspective of things a little bit. Yeah, that would actually be really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, is Charlotte super rich or super poor from having all these businesses and houses? And <laughs> Super poor. <laughs> <laughs> she is not rich. Uh, she just paid off her last loan, though, so she's debt-free, so that's good. But, like, she doesn't own her own CV or PI or anything. She's She's not rich. She's down bad constantly. Part of that is because she spends so much time off duty too, though. So you do spend a lot of time off duty. Yeah, I know. Do you ever get nervous that you're gonna fuck up somehow and do something off duty that gets you really in trouble for PD? Absolutely, absolutely. And and I mean, especially when you're friends with Freddy Fazbear's. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's constantly. 
constantly a worry. And Osvaldo. She spends a lot of time with Osvaldo. Oh, yeah. And Preacher. And Gemma Zimmerman, she's a she's a bad egg. <laughs> oh yeah, what a bad influence! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love Gemma. Me too. But yeah, that... so I'm constantly in fear that I'm going to do something, or even like it was just some like weird SBS stuff that I was doing the other day where we were looking for um like mythical creatures, and um someone told Charlotte that she had robotism. And we needed to cure her of her robotism. And so they ended up going to like humane labs to cure her of her robotism. <laughs> but I didn't know that that was like, you're not supposed to go there apparently. Cause the police showed up and like, no, I think somebody probably called 911. A bunch of people. Yeah. Somebody that took you there really? probably called 911 to make the RP happen. Yeah. Oh. Well, it kind Is of it... stopped our RP because they were like gonna, they were like mixing up some serum to give Charlotte. To cure the robots. That's called rolling the, the dice with the PD. In the of it. Yeah, I guess. You never so. know because if Moose Bear shows up, you're gonna have a great time. If John Doe shows up, well, now you've got a zombie on your hands. You should run. Because yeah, he's dead, <laughs> man. He's dead. <laughs> oh my god! I hope John Doe doesn't show up. Hear that? Tom doesn't want John Doe to show up. He's dead. <laughs> Does he, he still play on the He is not alive. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Player? That would actually be pretty cool. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Zombie John Doe just comes back. He's yeah, like, be fucking awesome. I'm here for... Boy, uh, all of you are illegally parked boy, uh, outside. I'm citing you with all with illegal parking. <laughs> Why do people make foyers seem so complicated when they're literally just copy-paste? They don't want to do it. There's nothing. It's like so tediously. It's tediously so you do it. simple. You do it. Carmine, do it. So you do it. What do you mean? What do you His mean? His character is notorious it? for not doing paperwork. <laughs> His oh, warrants yeah. are like, yeah, I saw this guy do that. I'm putting a warrant out. I listen. I blame Wrangler. I, I, I was going through people's warrants who were like uh, high ranking. I saw Wranglers, and it was literally so do, do this, so <laughs> did this. I did that, took it to court, and oh my god, it was it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> Who's the judge? It was uh, Fitzpatrick, and it was oh, against no. Mayor Mickey. It's against Mayor Mickey because uh, it was so bad. <laughs> I, I think he got he got he got he got uh, elected mayor again because of that court case. <laughs> so he literally he literally gained from my. Oh, my god. oh so I, funny. Bad. I think I'm adopting Stubble's method of writing reports now where you just, you write them in like as few words as possible. Uh, uh, illegal U-turn, traffic stop, vehicle fled, recklessly, caught suspect. <laughs> like literally just, <laughs> but as long as you convey those charges, you know, I think what, fine. I think what I would like to do, if I get back to the point where I can write reports for that, I'd like to get like a voice to text and I'd like to like tell like a story like, well, it all began when I started my patrol heading southbound on Alta Street. <laughs> yeah, Pence did that too. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah, he did that. And he, he literally just copied whatever it said. Into That's the, so good. With all like, the weird It was never hearings. perfect. Because well, <laughs> you guys, you, uh, I don't know if you know about this uh, halfway, but there's a like browser based mdw app sort of thing you can use that it's just for typing out reports and it helps you put them together it, it was for people who struggle with like the in-game mdw sometimes it won't garbage. load or 
Yeah, and so it'll like mm -hmm. essentially make the 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 box of the bulk of the uh, MDW, but it has a text or a speech to text function, <laughs> and so you can actually type out your reports in it, and it's fantastic because it it is terrible at understanding what you're saying. <laughs> It's, oh, no. it's, it's not so like funny. Alexa level or anything like that, right? <laughs> it's really funny. I'm gonna Google and see if I can find. A I, I did it a couple of times on Moosebeard, and it, and it was, you know, it would it would like anytime I'd say Moosebeard, it'd be like, uh, like I can't remember what it was, but it was just completely silly. I I didn't change a single thing about that report. You know, one thing I want to do is find the perfect prompts in Chat GBT. That I just gotta put in, and then it'll it'll put it put in all the filler shit, like just the charges, the name of the person, the car, and then it just writes everything. Oh my god! Somebody I should wish. do. How long does it take to query with Chat it's GPT? Instant. It's instant. It's instant. Oh my but god! You gotta get the prompts right. If you get the prompts right, uh, then it's good. But if you don't, and you like right now, Chat GPT's thing... down. They're trying to fix the um the plagiarism thing from all the colleges are freaking out. Yeah, but there's a way. F there's uh, there's a software that lets you know if it was uh, a AI generated. It reads it and goes, "No, this was AI generated." Yeah, because the the structuring of the the how it structures its uh, you know sentences and shit. I don't know. If you were gonna make a big crim halfway and you had to join one of the major gangs, which one do you think you would join? Well, I kind of have a crim already who's supposed to be joining Rust, but the problem is I never play them. Is this, is this <laughs> but like, Rickle and the Pickle? And this is actually... Huh? Rickle the Pickle or whatever you said your character's... Pa Paisley Pickles, that was close. yes. Oh, I yes. It was Ro what was the other one? Robertha? 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no. She was, um, she was SN connected, but I haven't played her in forever either. But... Um, and this is actually something I kind of wanted to circle back around to because you had mentioned um, Racy earlier. Um, and just like how great the like Rust guys have been and like especially because Charlotte's been a cadet so long and like and she hangs out so much off duty and I'm always worried about her getting fired. And like I worry a lot about things like that. But it's people like like Racy as Ray Romanoff is always like hey charlotte when are you joining rust and like they're they've been so good like ooc too like i hung out with the rust guys a lot um at twitchcon and they're all so nice and like really great and so it's people like that um who help my anxiety a lot because i'm like okay you know even if something happens and charlotte gets fired it's not the end of the world and like i really appreciate that kind of support um so it's really nice to see people who, especially as a police officer, you get a lot of people who are like, Ugh, PD, gross, icky, <laughs> smelly, stinky. Um, so it's really encouraging when someone, and like a lot of people are like this for Charlotte, honestly, but when they can look past the PD thing and be like, okay, you as a person are neat and cool. Um, Must be nice. Must yeah. be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well... <laughs> But could Charlotte, could Charlotte ocean dump or, or assassinate um, Fran, Fran, Fran and Jay Franner and then get into a helicopter fight and kill a bunch of clowns and, oh, and, not, and still not be fired? 
absolutely not. I don't think so. <laughs> See, Except got, the you... clowns part. The clowns part. Charlotte's <laughs> always telling people. Kyle Pred told her one time they rode together that you can kill clowns whenever you want because clowns and robots aren't people and don't have rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So... <laughs> I love it. There you have it. I wish I I would love to make a character that like it's if everybody would agree that it's okay to RDM this character. Oh just God. just like a walking punchy bag that anybody could take their frustration <laughs> off without saying a word. I think it so would actually want, be very funny. <laughs> you want to make a Cuban is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Maybe his name could be like Kmart Target or something. So Target Bullseye. I don't know. Something. Kmart Target. I thought Target is last name, and then like, what's a first name? And then my brain went, Target's a store. What's another store? And then my brain went, Kmart. And then that's what I said. <laughs> uh, fifty-two. You said you might need to go a little early so that you can go to the the BPD or the DPD, DPD. barbecue. Yeah. Because I missed, like, three of them, so I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, <laughs> missing them on purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. you are. Well, if you need to dip to go do that, and if it, if it ends early and we're still going, feel free to jump back in. Sounds good. I, I enjoyed talking with you halfway hardcore, and uh, I, I'm going to grief you more now in the server. I'll see okay. you guys. Do it. I never want people to, like, feel bad for griefing Charlotte, because I think it's super fun. You know, and like, I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, she's too nice. I can't. But it's, <laughs> but it's really fun. I enjoy it. But anyway, get out of here. The nice people are the best ones to greet. Yep, I agree. I agree. Because they, they, won't, they won't fight back. Bye. Toodles. <laughs> that was fun. I have a cadet in a little bit. A little bit. One small bumble. Oh, yeah. A little bumbler. Is this your second session with one small? Uh, well, it's first since she got fired. She got fired? She got fired. For inactivity or what? No. She did something. I can't remember what it was. She did something nasty. She, she was a bad girl. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was, though. She was at a boost. Oh, that's right. She was just telling Charlotte about it yesterday in character. Oh, no. She, like, watched a boost happen, basically? No, I think she was doing the boost. What? Wasn't she, like, in the vehicle while they were boosting? But she plays the thing about Bumble is she plays her character so innocently. <laughs> yeah, they told her that they were like um approved as like repossessions or something, and that they were just like repoing the car, I think. At least that's what she was telling Charlotte. But I'm really glad to see her back. Yeah. I uh, Brielle, um Brielle Snowman, like as a character, is really great and like even when she was gone for a while, like I thought about her. I was oh, like, is that her character, Brielle, Brielle Snowman? Where's Brielle? Yeah, Where's she's she an been? Elf. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's who One Small Bumble was. I know she has another yeah. character that I'm more familiar with. She played an EMS that was also Vagos affiliated with Santi and Permud. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, she had a, she had another character, um, something Iron, or she was another EMS, uh, Emery Orr. Emery Orr, also Permid, I believe. Rory Borealis? Yeah, that was her first EMS. That's right. That was, uh... She was murdered. 
one of the little men's best contacts. <laughs> we, had, we had a lot of really good EMS friends. And Rory was one of them. It's a great name. She also <laughs> plays an amazing little man. Oh, she was Win Little Man. Oh, really? Mm. Notorious as being daddy's favorite because one day she logged on and had $500,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So we rented five S Plus, uh, S Plus cars from. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's one thing I love I think, about the Little Men's. I think we spent $170,000 that day on, on guns from Pigeon as well. <laughs> they got a massive drop. He was like, that's a lot of guns. Are you sure this isn't like connected to the cops somehow? And I was like, I'll give you the money up front. Just get me the heaters. <laughs> that's very funny. I, uh, I role play with um, uh, the guy that plays Pigeon a little bit on John Hydra. So I was like, it was like, I was like, hey, I'm trying to get people to, I just talking to like notable individuals. And I'm like, what are you looking for in a judge? And he was like, don't let people voice ID people. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I went to prison and got raided because someone heard my voice at a crime scene and then saw my car. And then he got raided. And I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> deal. <laughs> deal. I'll never, I'll never let a voice ID go through. Done. <laughs> well, I don't think that's how it technically should be. I feel like voice ID is fine as long as you can articulate that, like, I saw him earlier the day in the day and he sounded exactly the same or he's wearing you know, the like, same outfit. And yeah, I mean, and people will argue, oh, there's 50, 500,000 people in this city. You know, how could it possibly be this one person? Well, out of those 500,000 people or whatever that we were supposed to role play, uh, you're the only one that sounds like you that's doing crime. So and wearing a open a buttoned at the neck, open blue plaid shirt with a with yep. a with a chain with three letters on it and, you know, short, short speedos and flippers. Driving a yes. Maserati like. <laughs> Is there someone else like city? Maybe. Have I seen anybody matching the description yet? Yeah, it was you earlier. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. I've been trying to lend him my tugboat. Because I know he wants to use it for a drop, but Moosebeard doesn't know that. He's just told Moosebeard that he's like, he just wants to use the tugboat, right? And I, I'm all for it because I want, I desperately want him to do like a really cool gun drop, like from the tugboat. Mm -hmm. That would be very sick. I I don't know who was it. Was it Miles that played the skeletons the other day? The... He was one of them. So the devs haven't had an orange that you could eat that would immediately change you to the ped model. I have so to go back and look at an it. orange. Awesome. Yeah, well, it's because uh, Burn was like, okay, PD, let's see how you act when we take away your best leaders. And they grab your best leader and he grabs Brian Knight. And then somebody says, oh, and he like turns Brian Knight into a skeleton. And somebody's like, well, you should probably take stubble too and then i grab stubble and i force feed him the orange and then <laughs> the second he eats it he suddenly whitley, whitley booth, booth. And i'm like <laughs> so i'm good. so glad i did this dude i i think i'm gonna say underrated but not because i don't think he's like well received he obviously is but miles ability to like character switch all the characters he has are so unique and different I feel like all my characters are very similar in a lot of ways. Like they all have a lot of Hydra in them, but I feel like Miles's characters are all like so unique. I don't know. He just does such a good job. 
Well, he only has he only has two characters now. Whitley's dead. He is. No, he's not dead. Dead. He's just dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Halfway. Mm-hmm. If you had to blow up permanently, get rid of one of the the PD stations, the departments, which one would it be? All the people. All the people get get sent into different departments at random. Which one would it okay. be? You have to get rid of one. My gut says my my gut wants to say Vinewood because just because of the location. And you, hate, and you hate Bundy, right? I get it. No, 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 no. I love Bundy. Oh, okay. But just the location, it's like, okay, Davis established, right? But you say Vinewood and they're like, oh, Vinewood PD. And you're like, yeah, it's actually, they actually like have a location. And everyone's like, really? Where? Like nobody knows where it is, I feel where like. Where is it actually? It's Some over kind of by like um Is it across from the bean machine? It's uh Elgin and Elgin Ave and Clinton. Kind of close to the casino. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. On, it's on the it's inside. on the corner there, yeah. yeah. It used to be like a it has an inside, but it's like not like a regular PD. It's like a super high tech thing. I'm pretty sure uh Hirona was telling me that it was like the old evidence. Or like an uh, like the CSI building yeah. essentially. I have memories of people oh. walking around in there. There's like high catwalks and uh, metal detectors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever actually been in there. I don't know if you can go in anymore. With the the new update, they changed a lot of like buildings. That's why a lot of the buildings suddenly mm-hmm. changed or disappeared. There was an update, and they're like. We're adding a lot of like capacity, but also some of these custom insets are just going away. <clears throat> and I guess it would just take up too much server memory or something to maintain them. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you're not streaming? Do you have you said you write earlier? What what keeps halfway going when roleplay is not on the table? Good question. I put those pictures I... in general. All right, I put them in the wrong channel. <laughs> put them in general now. Okay, that makes sense because I didn't see them earlier. I just realized I'm like. Oh. I just remember that I'd seen them like in game. <laughs> nice. You can put them in but, um, studio or show links too, by the way. No. <laughs> anyway, back to the question. Sorry. <laughs> I, um,. You know, there's there's the boring answer. It's like, okay, I like watching TV. I do a lot of that. Um, I also like bouldering, so like rock climbing, but Ooh, different. I've been wanting to get into bouldering. Yeah, so I have Tourette syndrome, and I have um, I have a condition called Dequervain's tenosynovitis. So basically, like this tendon right here, the sheath gets really inflamed really easily. So I already work out. Mm. I already work out um six days a week, and then I'm on the computer a lot, and then I drive a lot. And so my hands like get a lot of use. And um, so I'm just worried that if I start bouldering, it'll take too much. I know it's a lot of like finger gripping, but I'm just worried that I'll, I'll exacerbate it. But I really want to do it. We have a really yeah. good place in Seattle called the Seattle Bouldering Project. Mm-hmm. And I've been a couple of times and it's fucking awesome. And I really loved it. It's like it's so yeah. exhausting. People make it look so easy. It's so hard. You, they can literally be one that's like leaning in that's easier for you. And you get halfway up and you're like, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's a lot of muscles that you just don't normally use in everyday life because you're not normally pulling yourself up onto things a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love bouldering. I tell people that I think it's a great sport because for for like literally every reason, it's a full body workout. It's It takes like mental work as well as physical work. Um, and my favorite thing about bouldering is that you can build connections really well through it. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way that most gyms are laid out, it's not like there's one section for people who are doing really hard things. Yeah, you can have like a two next to a five, right? Like Exactly. So you get like a range of difficulty levels. So it's really easy to meet people who are better than you, um, who can teach you things. It's a great way to meet people who you can teach things to. Um, you have to spend a lot of time resting. So it's a very social sport, which I like a lot. Mm-hmm. What's the highest grade you can do? I have climbed one seven. In my Whoa. Life. Can I right now? No, absolutely not. Oh my not God. You're actually a really big champ. What the fuck? No, I'm not anymore. I used to be. I used to be kind of good at climbing. Could you, could you and do, now I'm not. Could you do a, could just you for do reference, a, mm-hmm. like for everyone who doesn't climb, it's on a scale of like generally zero to 10 is kind of the difficulty scale. But I've done one seven and I'm very proud of it. Most amateurs probably couldn't do a five to save their life. Oh, yeah, no, I would. Yeah, no. Just for like a difficulty scale? Most people absolutely. Yeah, no. Yeah. Do you think you could do a five right now that you've never done before? Do you think you could top it? No. No? I just very recently started going bouldering again. Um, I took a really big break because there was a point in role play where I felt like to achieve certain goals, I just had to be in the server mm-hmm. all the time because I didn't know when people were going to call about things mm-hmm. and I just needed to be there because like I said, I stumbled my way into a bunch of stuff. So like I finally, I suddenly had this opportunity to become a cop and I just kind of had to wait for someone to call me about it. Or like I had to be around if the opportunity came up, same thing with the store. Like I just kind of had to be there at the right time to actually mm-hmm. get the store. So I took, um, a break from bouldering for a while just because I had too much else going on and I've recently come back to it. So, and because it's a lot of muscles that you don't use. A lot. Just, like your intercostals are like, what is happening for, to me? Yeah. Right. In everyday life. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm garbage at it. It's fun, but I'm garbage at it right now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, I, I think you're probably yeah. the first person I've met that actually boulders. I've, I've been wanting to do it so much. I really enjoyed it. I think I got up to doing like a two, like halfway decently. <laughs> yeah, then, that's good. Because th- I couldn't threes. You have to start like using your feet in weird ways, and I'm like you have to like like toe yeah. grip things, and I'm just like I was like I don't get it. <laughs> right, threes and fours they start to get a little more technically challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fun. I think bouldering is awesome, and it um, there's like also rope climbing, right? Like top rope, Mm -hmm. but bouldering requires so much less like gear knowledge. Um, so it's really good for people who are trying to just kind of test it out and get into something like that. And I think bouldering is way less scary than climbing with a rope because bouldering, I hate rope. I'm sorry. We should have probably described this better for people who don't know what bouldering is. It's like rock climbing, but you don't use ropes and it's, shorter height mm-hmm. i'd say generally like 20 feet or less yeah, 20 feet is like very tall for mm-hmm. for most boulder like gyms yeah and you use like pads to fall onto um i find that way less scary than climbing with a rope even though like 
you could say it's more dangerous, but in my mind, if you fall with a rope, the rope is going to swing and just like smash you into the wall, <laughs> which I know is not how physics work. Yeah. But in my brain, it sure is. I just so bought... I like knowing I'm just going to fall straight, straight down. down. Wherever you aim, that's where you're going. Padded floor. Yeah, exactly. And the floors are so padded. People don't tell you how padded they are. Like you sink like a foot or more into the padding before you get any resistance. I just bought yeah, a. Uh, and it's it's definitely possible to get hurt still. But... Oh, for sure. Yeah, you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah. I want to do more cardio, and I have an elliptical. Um, it's just not very fun for me. I like uh, mm -hmm. trail running, but I also don't like going to do. I like being trail running, but I don't like going to trail run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like leaving to find a good trail, putting on the outfit, you know, getting changed, having your water, having all the things, you know, you have to like put on like this whole set. So I bought a, uh, I used to do Dance Dance Revolution, like semi-competitively and I really liked it. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I would go, I would, like, go, I would go around South Florida doing Dance Dance Revolution tournaments. <laughs> and, uh, I used to be able to do Max 300 with my eyes closed. And, um, <laughs> But I was like, I should get a DDR pad. But all like the, the dance pads are like so trash. Unless you want to spend like $2,000 on a machine, like an actual cabinet. And even then you got to do maintenance to it. And it's like really hard to do to get all the parts. And I was like, maybe that's not the move. So I was like, okay. And I looked around for like other forms of cardio. And uh, I found this NASA study that said that bouncing like on trampolines is as, if, as or more effective than running. And you can do it for less time for more result, like total cardiovascular. So I bought a, like a 38 inch, like mini bungee trampoline. So no, no spring. So it's not loud. So I'm going to try that and try doing like um 30 minutes a day of like intentional, like bouncing trampoline. Yep. They're called That's something. Fun. They have names. It's called like res resistance bouncers or something. I don't know. Every, everything has its own niche name, but it's bouncing on trampoline. But yeah. Resistance bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> do you got a, do you have any like fitness or things that you do, Troms? Or do you oh, yeah. go on walks with the with the lady? <laughs> sorry. I almost did it. I almost did it. I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> um what's your your physical so I know you used to have a pretty like active like yeah. work life, right? You used to like go in and 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 oh, yeah. do a lot of moving around and working. Have you done anything to sort of, because as streamers, you know, you, oh yeah, it's hard yeah. to, it's hard to force yourself to find time to like go to the gym right. or to Absolutely. make yourself, because it's so easy to just be done streaming and now you're home and like your brain is melted. So you just want to like sit and hang out with the fam or, or watch something or go eat something. Yeah. Um, no, no, no I don't do anything. No. Uh, well, actually I take that back. Um, I don't really do, I should, and it was actually, so when I said I was going to go like full-time streaming, or if I said I ever would do it, that I was like, oh man, I'm going to make the time and like exercise, like take care of myself. That never happens. But every Sunday, uh, Kim and I will like choose a park nearby mm -hmm. and we'll go check it out. That's fun. Get out and walk yeah. and just explore. Yeah. We, nice. We've gone to most of them around this area by now, but uh, a lot of them are still really good and they're worth going back to. So we usually just go for like a nice long walk on Sunday, get a coffee, 
Excellent. Walks are so good for you. Yeah. If, if everybody walked three yeah. days a week, more than they already are, for 10, 15, 20 minutes, dude, <laughs> people's just general health goes so good. This is something that not many people know about me either, but I combined both of those were two hobbies of mine. Um, I am trying to grow bonsai trees. Ooh. And so I had some seeds that Kim's mom had given me from like a set and they were kind of garbage. Like none of them really grew. A couple of them actually did. And they're like, seeds. got little saplings now. Uh, but I was like, well, <laughs> where do seeds come from? They come from trees. And so I went out and during like October ish of last year, I started collecting like pine cones and like different like seed pods from trees in this area. Mm hmm. And then I started also, I was taking uh, like orange seeds from like mandarin oranges and like apples and stuff like that. And just like trying to grow like different types of trees. So I actually have a bunch of little like saplings growing in like that's a, awesome, man. I've got like a little garden area. That's that's super cool. I have a buddy in Miami who started doing something similar. He started growing bonsai trees because he really liked it. And he's like a super bad drug addict in and out of jail all the time can't hold a job down can't keep a relationship can't keep a vehicle but then you go to his house and he's got like this like 30 like beautiful immaculate bonsai trees and we were like dude why aren't you selling these to people you can literally go on the street and sell these like the guys with the oranges and you can sell them for 50 dollars a pop minimum and he's like no these like there's nobody would buy them and so we like literally oh, took one and we more took, than 50 bucks we took one to the side of the street and we had a sign that said bonsai tree, $200 or best offer. And somebody's like, will you take 180? We're like, yeah, here you go. And then we handed him $180 and went, there you go. And now he just, he has a great job. He has a company where he teaches people how to like manicure the bonsais. He runs courses wow. on it. He's like a bonsai guy now. It's awesome. That is awesome. It was super cool. Yeah. My, my big thing too has been, I, I wanted to grow them from a seed. I didn't want to take a sapling or like a cutting. get somebody started uh, bonsai. I want to like do it right from That's scratch. Cool. Right? I like that because a lot of them are like they're like a ten plus year process, right? So it's just something that it's something that okay, this is gonna get a little deep. It's something that I can leave behind if I were to depart, which I think is important, and I think why a lot of people like content creation and streaming is because the internet is a space that, as far as we know, is going to exist forever. And we all want to make our mark on it, but at the same time, we all want to be remembered. And so our content is our legacy. Just like my bonsais will be mine. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. So, uh, all subscribers, when Troms dies, you will be shipped a bonsai seed uh, from from <laughs> Troms's harvest. You'll be expected to grow it, and if you don't, you're letting Troms's memory die. So, yes, yes, it's on you. Uh, you are dishonoring my heritage. <laughs> everything that comes after. Uh, halfway, anything you want to chat about or talk about, or anything else, anything exciting, or you want to ask either of us before we wrap it up here. Um, nope. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I feel like that's so boring. But, no, not at all. Um, and I was <laughs> saying this before we started the podcast, but um, 
I set my alarm this morning. <laughs> and this is part of why I don't have anything prepared to ask about. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up an hour and a half in advance. I'm going to go get myself some breakfast. I'm going to have my coffee ready. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm going to have like notes and all these things written down that I should bring up. And then um, <laughs> 15 minutes before the podcast started, my partner woke me up and was like, hey, aren't you supposed to be on a podcast in 15 minutes? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm a little underprepared this morning, and I apologize. Totally exact same we thing for me. I think I snoozed my first alarm and then five minutes before nine o'clock. He just likes the abuse. His alarm yells at him. He's like, wake up, you fucking idiot. It is time for the podcast. It literally says it's stream time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you should change it where it goes. Uh, Troms, if you don't wake up, Hydra is going to start sending you weird texts about messaging Kim to pour coffee or water on you. Wake up. So it. <laughs> That's why you have you don't have my phone number yet. yet. He sends me DMs and I have I have I've had notifications off for years. I, but I feel like his spirit can tell. I feel like he can feel it. Some part of him's like, oh, I just messaging me. I can just tell. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm so connected that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Plus, we kiss all the time. I go to Canada just to kiss. Aww. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, real quick, do you want to shout out your? Do you have anything other than your your Twitch channel, Twitter, anything else you want to shout out? Um, well, definitely my Twitch, Halfway Hardcore. I also have a TikTok. Mm. Again, just Halfway Hardcore. Um, I I have a Twitter that exists. I don't understand Twitter. I don't know how to use it. It's practically blank, but you can find it. Same <laughs> with Instagram. It exists. It's out there, but I don't ever use it. But, you know, Same. someday maybe I will. So follow them anyway. Oh, my God. You have 20K followers and 315K likes on on TikTok. Oh, my goodness. We got, yeah, a, we got a TikTok pro. Okay. You're popping <laughs> off. Damn. Every video has like at least 2K views. You're popping off. So yeah, go, go check TikTok out. has been really fun. I like TikTok.com forward slash at halfway hardcore. Twitch.tv mm -hmm. forward slash halfway hardcore. Twitter. At halfway hardcore. Yep. All right. Halfway, appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. You were incredible. Yeah, it was really thanks fun. for having me. It was super exciting. Yeah. Uh, this one, I heard about this about two weeks ago or whatever when it was scheduled, and I was like, I'm excited for that one. That's yeah. going to be a good one. Usually he goes like, ugh, ugh, this person, ugh, <laughs> right, crayon, right, right. ponyfish, yeah, yeah, yeah. ugh, come on, coil, crayon ugh. again, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Mad RP, ugh. <laughs> All right. Yes, Pixel, episode 25. Thanks. <laughs>